Hello world, you've tuned into 513 Heartbeat here on Anchor FM. I am your host, Sugar Renee, bringing you the best instrumentals, indie music, and inspiration for the week. I know I've been missing for a while, and I want to say Happy New Year, even though it's February 18th. (laughs) But I am back, and I plan on staying that way. I have been through a very very rough year. I'm I'm sure a lot of you have been through a very tough time, but each of our situations is unique and I'm not taken away from anyone's by telling my story. I just want to, I just want to tell you about my 2020 experience as well as coming into the 2021. It's been some major changes in my life not for the better but not for the worse and i just i just want to share it with you all so upon the very beginning of january 2020 you know my birthday was wonderful of course it was right before the whole covid-19 slammed into us but i honestly feel like i had it back 2019, around September, I was so sick. I had to go to the hospital. It was just terrible. But I was able to get through that, and I was able to just keep living. And just like I am now, just keep living. I had a situation. I was working a really good job. I working for a, a bank, bank teller, and I loved it. I loved working as a bank teller because, you know, people need help with their finances and being able to make sure that their account is secure. And they need somebody who knows what they're doing to pretty much make them feel at ease about how their money is being handled. And I felt like I was being that person for people. But that wonderful experience all came crashing to an end when I lost transportation. And once I lost my transportation, everything just started slowly sliding downward. So I, my transmission went out in my car and I was, you know, I, you know, I had such a good paying job. I was going to be able to fix my transmission. Everything was going to be fine. Uh, My dad mentioned a friend of his, he had a shop and he would be willing to do my, fix my car for 1500. And I was like, heck yeah. So I took my car over there. And then COVID-19 hit. I had the guy who was working on my car completely stopped talking to me. I hadn't heard from him in weeks. And I was going up to to the shop and everything. His shop was closed and everything. I ended up uh, losing my job because I couldn't get there. And, you know, I couldn't, you know, trust the people that I was at work with because, one, I'm an early bird. I like to go places extremely early and, you know, get my coffee early and have breakfast and everything before I go to work or eat it while I'm at work before I even have to be on the clock. And people like to mosey around and, and you know, take their time. And, you know, that's just not me. And it wasn't working for me with riding with other people. We would all end up late and that just wasn't okay with me. So I I told my job, like, hey, I'm not going to be able to continue here because, one, I don't have the transportation. And, you know, if you have any available work from home positions, I would really like to apply for that. They didn't have any at the time. Of course, of course, when I need it, they didn't have it available to me. (laughs) 
But that's how it definitely always is. Right when you need it, it's not there. Or they just weren't willing to give it. But that's neither here nor there. And so back to the car situation. I was able to use my dad's truck for a little while. That was allowing me to, to do little side gigs. I was bartending and stuff like that. I was making my money the way that I knew how. Because I'm a bartender. And when I finally was able to get back in contact with the guy, it was around June. And he had finally put a new transmission in my car. But it wasn't hooked or connected to my car's computer come to find out there's a whole system that you have to have already and you have to be registered with with a GM to be able to actually code or connect people's car computers to the things that are going on in the car and he wasn't registered with them so guess what <laughs> my car was not going to work the way that I needed to but I didn't know that until way later on down the line when I finally did the research that I needed to. So the guy stopped answering my calls, stopped answering my texts. I asked for my money back. He said he couldn't get it. And like a dummy, I said, okay, I'll just take $75 since that's all you have right now. Then months later, because I was trying to get my car towed, but they had my car blocked in, so I couldn't get it. Months later, back in like August, I went up and... The car, the, the lot was completely empty. So I went to the police station, said, hey, I paid these people to fix my car, but there's no one there. The car lot's empty, and I don't know where my car is. I'm going to find out. The person was using a false name, was squatting in that location, had a whole bunch of people come through and fix their cars or whatever, and and then he just took their money and dipped. All the cars that were in that lot were towed, and the tow company was expecting for the people's cars that were towed to pay to get their cars back. These people had my car for a whole month, and they expected me to pay $5,000 to get my car back when they didn't even notify me that they had taken my car. So that was a whole can of worms. I'm glad to be out of that, but, you know, that was a major detriment to my situation, and that just was really hindering me being able to work consistently. I was in and out of work, and, of course, I started working from home in December, and come to find out my internet in my apartment wasn't strong enough because the wires were old, and it would cost about $1,300 to be able to get whole new wiring from the root, the ground root outside, to come through the building and up to my apartment. Isn't that wonderful? So I couldn't get a stable work-from-home position. So, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm not turned... I'm not upset about it anymore now. I was at the time because that kind of hindered me. But, you know, at the same time, I was okay because I needed to help my daughter focus on her schooling. So that that kind of was a good and bad situation. Bad because I lost my source of income. Good because it allowed me to be able to focus on my daughter and her schooling situation. And I didn't have any transport, so we were definitely focused on her grades. 
definitely still focus on her grades and getting her back to where she needs to be. And like at the beginning of of January 2020, that was the end of my of my 2020 life. And then 2021, I found out that of course, you know, all kids love to play Roblox, right? Everybody loves playing video games on their phone and everything. Come to find out my daughter was using my credit card without my permission, of course. Of course, all kids do this, right? They do this, right? I don't, I guess, I don't know. But she was using my credit card and, and pretty much used all of the money that I had on there. All of my little emergency funds. And it was going to take weeks for my bank to get it back to me. So we were, we were kind of sitting in a, a crazy position. Of course, she got in trouble. And it was she. She felt like it was so bad that she needed to run away. So my my niece and my daughter walked away from my parents' house when we were over there. We we're getting ready to go grocery shopping and everything. They took it upon themselves to walk off without saying anything to anyone. So of course we we all were up in arms about the situation. I felt like my sense of reality was warped at that time. Because I believe that, you know, of course, like like in the movies, they say to wait 24 hours and whatnot. And that's so that's what was in my mind. I was thinking that I had to wait 24 hours before I reported it and they could come assist me. But that actually isn't true. Police officers, as soon as you call them and tell them your child is missing, they will hop and jump and skip over every single obstacle in the way to be able to assist you. Shout out to the Cincinnati police for assisting me to find my daughter. And so she walked off with my niece and they ended up walking. If you know Cincinnati, you know that College Hill and the West Side, you can actually get here in a straight line coming down Hamilton and and going through uh on my through Montana to get to the west side actually and that's where they walk they walk from college hill all the way to the west side they were trying to they said they were trying to get to my house because my daughter had left her phone at my house of course we were calling and calling her of course the whole time we thought she had it but she left it at home and we didn't know that so we were calling her thinking something crazy didn't happen because she wasn't answering her phone and some beautiful angel of a person saw them because my niece was standing there on the side of the on the side of uh the convenience store that's at the bottom of the hill of Montana. They were standing there trying to figure out what they were gonna do. My niece was crying, my daughter was consoling her. The lady said, Hey, are you guys lost? And they was like, Yeah, we're just trying to get to my dad's house. My daughter directed this woman to her father's house. My he wasn't at home. Of course he wasn't there. Of course not. But his aunt who stayed in the same building was and she called me and let me know that a woman had dropped him off over there to them. I cried, gave thanks to God. I knew for a fact in my heart that that we would find him, but it was just a matter of time and I just I knew that we were going to find them. And my friends helped me. My best friends, they are godsends. My sister's a godsend. Even though we were both, like, tripping. Like, you know, one of us got to keep a level head. And I'm glad we both did. (laughs) 
you know, because you never know, you know, the the worst situations will show you the truth about your own character as well as the people that are around you. And I definitely learned that a lot. And But the worst thing that came out of that situation was at the end after we found them. Like, even though I was happy to find them, but we had to let them know the, the seriousness of their actions. So what what they did was not okay. And, you know, that they shouldn't ever do that again because the world is crazy, especially for little girls. And, like, once we, we spoke to them about it, hugged and loved and kissed on them, I guess, you know, her father and them felt like it was my turn to get turned up on. So, of course, I'm there by myself without my family, and they're cursing me out because my daughter walked off on me. You know, they didn't take into consideration how I was feeling and the stress that was going on with me while I was looking for my child. And they took it upon themselves to pretty much berate me and, and tell me how much of a terrible mother that I am. You know, not even considering everything that I've been going through. And, you know, they just added to my load. So, of course, we are on the outs right now. <laughs> if that doesn't explain anything, we're definitely on the outs. And I don't plan on being on the ends for a while because... It's just like this situation, like, I don't know what's going on, but things just kept spiraling down, getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm just thankful to, to still be in my home. I'm I'm still thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be alive, you know, because life, life has been really crazy. And it's it's hindered me from wanting to do a podcast from wanting to come back here and this is my safe space you know this is my space where i get to express myself creatively and you know promote people who i feel like are doing the best that they can and they deserve to be heard and get a speaker box you know but life is really really life can really hit you in the worst possible way and it's how you handle each situations that will get you through it's how you come out of it like and it's how you think about things i'm just grateful to have the people around me that i do because i i don't believe that i would have actually made it to where i am now if i didn't have them in my life like it was it was getting to a point where i didn't want to exercise I didn't want to go outside. I didn't want to see people. I didn't want to talk to anyone. Like, you know, that's those are signs of depression. You know, I didn't I didn't realize how deeply I was going into it until one day I you know, after my birthday this year, which was it was good, but it was bad at the same time. I like cuz I didn't really actually get to really enjoy it. Even though I had everybody around me, it was just I don't know, it just, I felt a, a stagnantness to it, like a staleness, like, and it was just, I don't know, it was something within me was just not okay, like, and then once I, I, you know, came to terms with the fact that I was not okay, because I wasn't, I, I, I still si slightly am not okay, <laughs> I'm slightly not okay, but I'm getting to the point where, I'm able to get in connection with my feelings and my emotions and, you know, get to the point and the root of it all. 
you know, to, to come to terms with how I'm feeling about myself in all of this that's going on. Like, because things don't just happen to you. You make choices. The choices that you make lead to certain outcomes. Not to say that, you know, I've been the most pristine person throughout everything. You know, I, I, I am far from perfect, but I am perfectly fine with who I am. And it took a while for me to get to this point. I realized that I was doing a lot of things to try to please other people. But those things weren't making me happy. They were not making me happy. And once I realized that, that's when I had to step back and reevaluate everything that I was doing. Like the fact that I wasn't thinking realistically while my daughter was going through what she was going through emotionally. And my, that, that showed me something there. I learned a lot in that as well as learned a lot in the people who are her family. I love them, but we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. And some of the things that we don't see eye to eye on is just like, why don't we see eye to eye on this? It doesn't make sense. But that's where I am. So anything that I, that that's in pertaining to that situation, I am completely biased. And I'm not afraid to say that I am. <laughs> shoot y'all this is just the rough of it but I've I've really been through a lot (laughs) and if you're listening to this and hearing me laughing giggling everything it's because I've gotten to the point where hey it is what it is and what could I do about it people are going to be who they are no matter what so how am I going to deal with the situation how am I going to handle me how am I going to you know, express, you know, how I feel in a way that's beneficial, not only to myself, but to the people that are around me. But I'm, I don't know. I think I'm the only person that, I, I feel like I'm the only person that I'd be thinking like that. I don't know who else thinks like that, but the people that are around me, I don't, I don't know if they think like that as well. Life, life's, life is destined, definitely a twist and a turn. Ooh. And this COVID-19 definitely shows you the true colors who are around you. So beware, be open-minded, be open to change, and be willing to allow yourself to grow and love you throughout the entire process. Love, love, love you. Love you. Even when it, even when it's hard, love you. Even when you feel like no one else does, love you. Because it's, it's too many people are losing their lives now. So in a world where, you know, hate is becoming the norm, or it's already been the norm, but it's becoming more present or relevant. If you're on social media, I see a lot of, bashing and hating posts especially on people with good relationships people are hurt out here and you know we gotta we gotta be able to see our own faults and and how we are wrong and accept responsibility for it you know accept your responsibility for your own actions why is that so hard why is that so scary and 
like that's that's the question why is that so scary i've i've been wondering that for a little while i actually was given a phone number i've never ever in my life contemplated suicide at all but a friend of mine decided you know even if you just need somebody to listen to just take this phone number you know i honestly i didn't call it because i never had thoughts of of suicide but i feel like this phone number will help any of you who who's needing that, who've ever contemplated it. And it's 1-800-273-8255. It's also, if you don't want to call anyone, there's a text number. It's 741-741. And that's to text someone. It's, you, you text home to that phone number. And it's it those people I know for a fact that they do well because that person who gave me that number, they were telling me how they had called them and they helped them get through a rough patch in their life and, you know, feelings of of, you know, extreme depression, you know, extreme self loathing. You know, it's 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 hard out here, especially when you feel like you don't have anyone to turn to. Like, know that you're not alone in it. We we are not alone in it. We're all experiencing this at the same time. Maybe not in the same ways, but definitely at the same time. And on that note, I want to switch it over to letting you all know that I am... I've also been writing a book. It's called Conscious. So I haven't been completely diving into my my disparities. I've been finding little ways to stay creative, even though I haven't been using this outlet for a little while. It's called Conscious. It's gonna be I'm gonna be posting uh, chapters on vocal because you know I gotta find a way, gotta find a way to to bring some dividends to my daughter and I. So why not? I'm, I've been great at writing stories. I've always write, written stories and everything. I just never shared them with anyone. But I love writing mysteries. I love writing horror stories and stuff like that. and As well as poetry. And I love to read books. So if you have any good book suggestions, if you want to talk to me or anything like that, definitely reach out to me. I'll, I'll speak with you and I'll converse at 513Heartbeat on Facebook and Instagram. DM me, you know, I'm here, I'm a real person, I'm not imaginary, I'm not just here to, (laughs) for clout or anything like that, I'm a real person, I have real experiences, if you want to talk to me, I'm definitely open to speaking with you, we all need someone to listen to, we all need someone to speak to right now, so just know that my avenue is also open. And if you want to read my stories, be on the lookout come late or mid-March. I should be done uploading it. Well, the first chapter will more than likely be be posted by the 1st of March, actually. But I'll be completed with the whole story by the end of March. And it's on vocal as conscious under Rasha Potter. So look it up. And I want to thank you all for for tuning in to me my 11 listeners (laughs) for as long as you have whoever's been consistent i want to thank you (laughs) if you've been here with me the whole ride uh i just want to i want to thank you 
for for everything, you know, letting me know that I'm not by myself and and what I've been doing and to let me know that hey, you haven't done this in a while. We miss you. Where have you been? I appreciate that. But yeah, this is just a checkup. Just a little hellowing checkup moment to let you know that life has definitely been rolling and I've definitely been rolling with the punches. <laughs> and I have been creating some songs and music too. I'll be posting those here and as well as instrumentals and stuff like that from people that I know who create really excellent beats. And if you know me, I love listening to instrumentals. I'm a singer and I love good music. I love making good music. So Cincinnati has a really good music scene. And if you live here, you already know. But if you don't, you about to learn today. So, just to, you know, top off my story, like, life, life has definitely been twisting and turning for me. I have avenues, and I definitely am going to be utilizing it. You're going to be hearing a whole lot more from 513 Heartbeat here on the Anchor, from instrumentals, indie music, to just bringing inspiration and positivity to your week. Thank you again for tuning in to 513 Heartbeat. And come back and see us again. And enjoy the music. Peace and love. <laughs>